RSL beat Vancouver in their season opener, Carlos Gomez makes his debut, and we give our thoughts on the new MLS season pass with Apple TV. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast. This uh, is here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast, and we are here with the hardest hitting RSL news this week. Uh, I am your host da- Dax, and this is your other host Josh. How you doing tonight, Josh? Good. I'm tired. It's a tired. I'm falling night. asleep. Yeah. What, how could you be falling asleep when there's so much RSL news to talk about? <laughs> it is because... riveting. It is riveting, but uh, the reason is that I've been out watching the Northern Lights because we've had a few really good nights in a row. Oh. I don't know if I told you about that. I even got some good pictures. You you sent me some pictures. Okay, um, yeah. But that's re- that's actually really cool. How late do you stay out watching the Northern Lights? uh not late enough apparently because i stayed up till 11 last time watching them and then i was like okay well i got work really early gotta go to bed and uh i missed the best part oh (laughs) of course yeah like there's there's varying levels of the northern lights and so like like at the base level you have like the green glow Mm-hmm. and then if it's a little bit better you'll get like the distinct lines but if it's really popping that's when they're dancing ah when the lines are like shifting and waving in the wind and that's what happened after i went to sleep oh <laughs> well but that's okay i saw him good in fairbanks so can you like is that normal for sitka like you normally see the northern lights in sitka uh we normally see them but i would say they're only that good like once a year oh probably. yeah wow well so. there ain't no no northern lights in logan so i guess i'm not far <laughs> enough north no you are not but supposedly that night they could see it the northern lights in minnesota what? and some of the northern lower 48 so that's how good it was well uh, it it'd just be really cool to see the northern lights tbh i wish see but here's the thing that involves going to like the north in the winter right like yeah yeah dude, that does not sound fun like no yeah if you come up here for that there's not much else to do that's the issue yeah was it worth the vacation but but yeah, that's what I was doing, but enough about that, because it has been a good week, a great start to the season, <clears throat> and we are here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get the news out of the way first. Um, Julio Benitez has been sent off on loan to Forward Madison. Never heard of that team before. Me neither. I was actually just wondering if it was USL or even below USL. 
I'm not sure. Yeah. Did, were you able to figure it out? I'm I'm looking. It says soccer team on Google. Okay. <laughs> um, Fantastic. It's a third division team. Okay. So yeah. it's below the Monarchs. Hmm. Interesting. Chances are they might compete in the U.S. Open Cup, though. Oh yeah. They, they so will. I. So I guess he wasn't gonna be getting minutes with the Monarchs, maybe. I mean, I potentially. I mean, there's a lot of ways to read this because he is 17 years old, um, and I mean, he's been in the RSL system for a long time, and you know, maybe he wasn't gonna get minutes with the Monarchs. Maybe they, you know, got too many players, and he's excess. I I don't really know. Um, hmm. But I, I mean, I guess we might just have to watch it and see if they end up signing him. Although I don't like, I hadn't really heard of him before. I don't know if you had. Um, I had. He was supposed to be a, just a good academy product. Hmm. So. But he's really young still. I mean, RSL has been in the mood of let's ship out all of our young talent prospects to other places. Um, so, I mean, we could see him back. We could not. I, I don't know at this point. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, next bit of news. Brian Vera is expected to arrive before the home opener. Yay! Uh, yeah, that's barring any issues, however, which Pablo Ruiz has been having issues, and Savarino had issues trying to get back into the country, so... See, okay, I, I, you know, I, I think we need yeah. to talk about this for a second. Like, I understand that the visa process is difficult, and, you know, I I'm no expert on you know, visa laws or anything like that. But I will say that it is literally your job as the front office to make sure that your players are eligible to play. And the fact that, first of all, Savarino had to leave the United States along with Pablo Ruiz and, you know, all of all of these other players that have had visa issues it kind of makes me think that whoever's handling this in the RSL front office is a little incompetent. And I, I don't think it's it's too far off for, for me to say that. Because, like, you shouldn't have players having to leave the country if, if they're, wor- you know, if you're working on their visa. Again, I don't know anything about the laws or anything like that, but that just seems wrong to me. They came back and then they had to leave again? Yeah, because so that that was one of the things that I that I saw is that um, Savarino during the preseason games, I think during uh, the LAFC preseason game, um, Savarino wasn't even in the country. He was back in yeah, yeah his native Venezuela or wherever he was, um, you know, waiting for his visa. But like, I don't think you should have to do that. You know, you should be able to stay in the country while you're working on the visa. And I guess I'm basing this off of um, my time living in a different country and actually having to 
you know, manage our own visas to, to a certain point. But I mean, we didn't have to leave the country in, in the middle of, of working with our visa. So I would assume that they wouldn't have to either. Yeah, but they're coming here to the U.S. I know, but, but like, it it just, it just seems wrong to me. And yeah. It's certainly frustrating. Yeah. I, I don't want to say anything because I have absolutely no clue how that whole system works, but, but it is, and it, it has been, it's a consistent thing. Like, every time we sign a new international player, it takes them forever. I think it took Brian Oviedo forever to get over here, too. Oviedo and Ojeda, right? Musovski arrived way sooner. Well, and but, but I, that's that's kind of the point. Like, it's I understand if it takes them a while to get over here when they're not already in the country. But, like, once they're here, I feel like you should be able to keep them there while you work on extending their visa or whatever. And the fact that they're not able to do that kind of makes me feel like they're incompetent. But I don't know the laws. We'll ha- we'll probably just have to do an episode on visa laws. Doesn't that sound exciting? Just I I veto that. You veto. <laughs> I feel like it'd be exciting. Why don't you like law? Law sounds you know like fun. Dax, you could always do an episode on your own. I'll do a solo episode be like, all right, here is how the U.S. immigration system works. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just assumed that Saverino wanted to go home. I didn't. I didn't know why he left. I mean, it's possible that that was it. Because do we even know if his family's here? I think his family's here. They at, le- at least they came with him on the plane when he first got here <laughs> um but i don't know <laughs> but okay but but the point is is that they knew they were gonna need him back yeah at a certain time just, if they didn't extend his visa like if they were they just dropped the ball then that's really stupid <laughs> uh, yeah I, I mean it's it's beginning to look look more and more like that i don't know may, yeah. just, may just be me but but anyways Vera hopefully will be in the country for the home opener may not start but he might sub in Mm -hmm. Um, and then Pablo Ruiz like we mentioned his status for the Seattle game is questionable we don't know if he's going to be back by then or not really yeah I, and like because i mean he hasn't been with the team this whole time so i don't know what kind of shape he's in you know if he's been right. practicing with the team or whatever so even if he does get back in time to travel with the team to seattle he may not start we may see him off the bench or he may not even play who knows mm-hmm. um so yeah questionable status for him Indeed. Well, there is the news that we have. Now let's get to the fun part. Uh, We played a game against Vancouver. Home opener. Yes, the the MLS season is officially underway. Yes. The season opener, not the home opener. Mm -hmm. 
uh, an away game, and we won two to one. So not too shabby. What, what were your thoughts on the game? Just overall initial thoughts. Um. So honestly, I felt like it was a pretty boring first half, especially from an RSL perspective. Not from I Vancouver fans were probably digging it. <laughs> Yeah, but let's be honest. I don't think there was that much. Like, other than the goal, there weren't really that many opportunities for either team. And Vancouver definitely had more, but it, I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of boring. They had a handful, yeah. I thought, in the first half. Um, but they they were in control, that's for sure. Yes, they were, they were definitely in control. And then kind of towards the end of the first half and then the beginning of the second half rsl started to uh you know ratchet up the pressure as you do when you are down um in the score and you know all it took was three minutes for them to score both their goals um and it's just really nice to see Crylock back i mean he he's the kind of player that you you know only need to give him one chance and he can you know do something with that and in this case that's that's all he needed um because i don't know about you but i kind of felt like he disappeared through throughout that game like he would he would pop back up for a little bit do something but like sometimes he just disappear but i mean he was there when it counted and yeah ended up getting getting the winning goal from from that so i thought he looked really rusty (laughs) yeah and he was almost a non-factor the first half and the majority of the second half really Mm -hmm. like you said but like (laughs) the reason he's on the field is because when he gets that one chance he almost always buries it and yep. that shot was really, really pretty. It really it was. was. In the side netting. And the build up too was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a good goal. Yeah. Um I so I was excited that we won, but I'm also concerned. There were a lot of red flags, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we totally got bossed in the midfield and I thought Ojeda had one of the worst games I've ever seen him play for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we lost the midfield and then our defense, in, especially in transition was really, really sketchy. We just looked really disorganized, I think. Yeah especially on the counter and that's where essentially all of vancouver's good chances came from were giveaways and then they just countered really hard so that that concerned me because you could just feel the frantic energy of our team when that happened and you could see it too in our shape and i mean we were giving up chance after chance <clears throat> this I, is true mcmath had a really good game 
and that's why we didn't get scored on more. But Vancouver could have been up by a lot more before we even scored our first goal. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree with you about um, Ojeda. I kind of feel like he was trying to do too much. Um, yeah, maybe. And yeah, and that's why I think it's going to help to have Ruiz back in, you know, whenever he does get back, is because it's going to kind of take some of that pressure off of Ojeda. Um, but one thing that I did notice was that um, on the handy dandy. Uh, thought mob app this was the first time that i remember that i uh seen that all of the players on rsl had above a 7.0 uh, rating can you believe that that doesn't make sense to me <laughs> um okay. i don't think we played i don't think we played well well we so won, but well, okay, so McMath actually had the lowest rating. He was a 7.0. Really? Um, and then it was Ojeda. But uh, the two highest <clears throat> were uh, Savarino and Lafelsund, both tied at 8.1. Interesting. Lafelsund was everywhere. As, so as I'm always. I'm not surprised about yeah. that. Yeah, he's, he's a workhorse. He does a lot of good things offensively and defensively. Um, yeah, interesting. I just, you could tell that it was the first game of the season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and and I, I think the organizational issues, we shouldn't be seeing that because they've had all of preseason to work that out. But a lot of the bad passes that we saw, and there were a lot, (laughs) that was the other big issue we had, especially in the first half, was really cheap giveaways, like, in our back line and midfield that allowed them to counter really quickly. And you would hope that, you know, as players get more sharp, that will fade. Yeah. That will go away. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those were the two big red flags for me. But I mean, outside of that, we scored two goals, which is very nice. And, at least the one goal, the Krylock goal, it was, first off, not a cross into the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't a counterattack. It wasn't a transition moment. We literally broke them down and scored. And, oh, man, it felt like it had been so long since I've seen this team do that. Mm-hmm. Score a goal in that way, you know? And so... That was promising. Yeah, and I think that one of the reasons for that is that Savarino just had a really good game. I mean, he's he's obviously oh, yeah. the best player for RSL on the field right now. Um, and if we can... Uh, I'm honestly excited to see him and Krylock combine more because if they can, you know... If they can match what... Uh, I mean, what the... If they can match what... Rusnak and Krylock were doing two seasons ago, then, I mean, RSL is going to be really good. Um, yeah, absolutely. How about Savarino's shot in the first half that almost went in? Oh, dude, he <laughs> loves that shot. Like, anytime he picks up the ball right there, I'm excited because 
<laughs> like me too. And he doesn't need a lot though. That's the thing. Those shots that he does there, they aren't really like that powerful, but they're quick, and mm-hmm. they they just have the right amount of curl on them to make it inside the far post. So, like that's that's his bread and butter, man. Like he he loves that. Yeah, I'm just like you. Every time he gets the ball in that position, the second he cuts back into the middle. I, like, sit forward on the edge of my seat. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's, that's, uh, that's speaking of that, that's probably one of the reasons that he's going to play on the left and eventually Gomez on the right is because he's so good at that shot. Yeah. Actually, I'm glad you bring that up because I wanted to talk about that. I've been saying this entire time, oh, we're going to play Savarino on the right and Gomez on the left. And so I was a little surprised to see our starting lineup with Chang Mm -hmm. on the right and Sava on the left. And I think you said this too, like that right there is absolutely a statement of this team is planning to use Savarino on the left primarily like the entire season, I would assume. I would assume too, yeah. And so that right wing position will be probably split time between Chang and Gomez, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Miram will just be the super sub for Savarino if he needs it. <laughs> Speaking of people who looked rusty, Miram looks super rusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a lot a lot of players did yeah even justin glad that's probably the worst game i've seen from justin glad ever and he scored a goal he scored a goal (laughs) man that means that means he did good i don't think he did good that goal (laughs) saved his stat line yeah (laughs) um okay so let's let's break it down a little bit further um i did mention mcmath i thought he had a really good game uh, especially the one save where he came way out of his box. Mm-hmm. That one I thought they really should have scored. I think they had a number advantage on us. And it was a transition moment, and McMath came out big. Um, Crylock, he went the full 90. We didn't sub him out. Mm-hmm. See, What's up with that? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it could do... I think there were a number of factors. Um First of all, Diego Luna did not make the trip because he was feeling sick. Right. I forgot um, to mention that. So um, there was no backup number 10. I mean, I, I assume that we're going to play him at the number 10, but, you know, never know. Also, we, we didn't mention this, but they are ro- the way that they're describing the lineup is a 4-4-1-1. I think that's stupid. It's obviously a four-two-three-one. Like everyone knows this. Stop trying to be cute and be mm-hmm. like, "Well, it's it's not really like, it's not really a four-two because you know Krylock is is kind of like a no. Just just stop. It's a four-two-three-one. That's that's <laughs> how everyone is. That's everyone knows this is true. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't catch that because yeah. I turned the game on like right as it was starting. <laughs> I didn't even see the lineup. No, yeah, go go back and look at the lineup. That that's what that's what they decided it was. It was a four four one one. Wow. <laughs> nice. It, but it, you could also just call it a four four two. Like I don't understand why 
Never yeah. mind. I could go off on that forever. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. But yeah, I I think it's good that Crylock was able to go the full 90. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy about that, and it's a good sign, but at the same time, I'm kind of wondering why we are risking him. Yeah. And, and right? him, like him we, as a... Sorry, go, you can finish. I mean, we totally could have taken uh, Crylock off and put either Miram in the 10 or Savarino in the 10. Yeah. that That's not like a crazy thing to do for the last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. I wouldn't want us to start like that, but for the last 10 minutes to protect your star player, star player coming off of a season long injury. Yeah. So that one surprised me, but Mm -hmm. you know, he looked, he looked fine. Yeah. I, I mean, physically he looked good, just a little rusty. See, I thought it was interesting that we took off Savarino and left Krylock on. That was yeah. that was the thing that baffled me because, like, I understand that you want to sub out your offensive players because you know they're sprint and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Savarino's in his prime; like, he should definitely be able to go the full ninety, I would think. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there are some other issues that Pablo was trying to deal with. Maybe he wants to rest him for the, the Seattle game. I don't know. Um, but yes, it does seem strange that Crylock went the full 90. And if he's injured come Saturday or whatever, then uh, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, that'll be really... We're not even going to think about that. <laughs> um next person this is a big one carlos andres gomez got his debut he played what did he play 20 minutes yeah i don't i don't have the actual minute he came in written down but he played roughly 20 minutes and yikes <laughs> it was it was something. It was a debut. Yeah. We will reserve judgment until mm-hmm. we have a larger sample size. Yeah. But not a great first impression. <laughs> he looked just frankly out of his depth, not ready for this level. Mm-hmm. He He looked slow physically. He looked slow mentally. He wasn't making decisions quick enough his touch looked off you know i there wasn't really anything good i saw from his performance that being said he's fast he did run fast he didn't even look fast to me oh i mean he's not slow well how fast do you want him to be i was told that he was really fast (laughs) like anderson julio fast yes that's what I was led to believe, and he did not look Anderson Julio fast. You've been misled. So, He's not Anderson Julio fast. Maybe Just he kidding. is. I don't know. Maybe He probably is. And it was his first game. Yeah, nerves. Yeah, he's 22, right? Yeah, a lot of people also on Twitter were mentioning, like, you know, maybe it's his first time playing in really cold weather. Or high altitude. Which... 
Right, which... Or, no, Vancouver's actually... not at a high altitude. What am I talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I just said yes. You're like, I'm yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but, like, the weather probably has a much bigger impact than mm-hmm. than you would think. Yeah, dude, Vancouver's literally at sea level, so... <laughs> <laughs> don't listen... <laughs> Good job. You get a gold star, Dad. I feel so stupid. I'm like, yeah, it's the <laughs> altitude, you know? No, it's because I it's because I equate cold and alti- like altitude. So, like, the colder it is, the higher the altitude, obviously. Yes. I'm, I'm way up there. <laughs> yeah. Logan's way yeah, up there. It is. Yeah, Gomez didn't look great, but... You know, we will see what he can do next time, I guess. <laughs> and see, that's that's kind of the. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, definitely not writing him off yet. It was first game. You know, he didn't even start. Sometimes it takes yeah. players, you know, a, a second to get into the game, and maybe he's one of those kinds of players. You know, definitely should not write him off. But that's kind of the. Um, there, there's risk when you bring over uh such a young player um right especially we just we just need to temper our expectations a little bit yeah like we signed him to a long contract so maybe he's not an instant impact he's more of a developmental piece yeah that's what i'm leaning towards right now and i would hate for you know the fans or the front office to see this and even if gomez doesn't end up working out and for them to just give up you know be like oh well that didn't work it's like no you got to take risks you know sometimes they don't always pan out but you you have to take risks because what happens if you get a really a really good player uh you know then then you're it's all gonna be worth it you know they're gonna you know we, we we see the difference that you know having really good players makes I mean, Austin and uh, oh, who am I thinking of? Austin with Driusi and also uh, Nashville with Mukhtar. Mukhtar. Um, like that makes all the difference. So mm-hmm. I don't let's let's not write off Gomez yet. But also, even if he is a bust, let's not stop taking risks. Absolutely, and I. I don't think we will because yeah. the fans would not have that. <laughs> the fans would have their heads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. A few more notes from this game. What did you think of Sergio Cordova? <laughs> well, he did Same not. Old Cordova. <laughs> he did not score a hat trick, which I'm very grateful for. Thank um, goodness. I mean, he did play. I, I think we had questions about whether he would even be there. Um, but he was there and if Vancouver thinks that he is DP quality, then, you know, that is your prerogative, my dude. You you go right ahead. I love, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say I love, but the fact that he came in and then had that head injury (coughs) substitution thing that happened and they made him leave the field. And then he couldn't get back on the field. And they kept mentioning it in the broadcast. They were like, Cordova is 
beside himself. He wants to be back on the field, and they won't let him go back on the field. I was just like, what is happening? I It felt like he sat out for five minutes of the ten minutes he was in the game. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, looks like same old Cordova. Um, they yeah. did play him at striker, though. Yes. I think... I. I think that he might have realized his role. I mean, not like realized it is, is and like fulfilled it, but he's realized, oh, like I'm like 6'4", or however tall he is, I should be, you know, an yeah, aerial threat. My future is at striker yeah. if I want to. <laughs> I mean, he's I pretty I keep playing. <laughs> I feel like he's all he's pretty good with his feet for a number 9. Um but he He's not that big of an aerial threat right no. now. Doesn't have that Let's striker see. instinct. Yeah. Now that we played Vancouver, I want him to do great. All I wish him the best. Except when he comes back to Salt Lake, then we're going to boo yeah. him. No. Boo. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you will. I won't be there. So I, I would probably, do oh, I don't know. When is that game? <laughs> not Maybe sure. I'll go. Um, but yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. Thankfully, he didn't get a hat trick. Yes. Um, here's, here's the last one, and this one's the spicy one. Ooh. So, anyone who watched the game probably remembers Loffelson had a slide tackle from behind. He got a yellow card, yada, yada. Well, after the game, the video started doing the rounds, and supposedly... Like mid slide tackle, Loffelson spits, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. And people on Twitter mostly are saying, "Is Loffelson gonna get an extra suspension for this? Should he?" You know, the debate mm-hmm. goes back and forth, and I'm just watching it like, "What in the world is going on?" Because <laughs> like. I have... Like, you, you see, you know, usually when you, like, you're like, oh, someone, like, spit at the, you know, I don't know. This was really weird because, like, it was mid-slide tackle. Like, literally, he slides, and then, like, he's still sliding, and then you just see him, like, spit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, what? <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, you should go watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still at a loss. Like, if if he, if his whole plan was... I really want to spit at this dude, and I'm going to hide the spit uh-huh. by slide tackling him. Then that is elaborate, and it just seems kind of crazy. Like, there's. Would anyone really do that? You uh-huh. know? I mean, but I... at the same time, like, does he regularly spit as he slide tackles? Is that a thing he just does? Like, I'm. I'm so at a loss. I have no clue it, it's, whether it was intentional or... Yeah, it's interesting you know. because, like, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt because you're like, oh, like, you know, sometimes you just spit when you're on the field. That's fine. But, like, he does it, and he's, like, looking directly at him, and it's clearly yeah, it... directed at him, and you're just like, ooh, yeah. that does not look good, my friend. It it does look intentional. Uh-huh. So. But so weird. 
Yeah. So, so weird. And I guess we'll see if the league decides to take action. Yeah, because, I mean, I've I've honestly never seen something like that before. That would be a first. That's, yeah, that's just... Not not quite on the level of Suarez biting Chiellini, (laughs) but... Oh, I, for- I forgot that was Chiellini. Yeah, that was Chiellini. <laughs> Look at the bite marks on my shoulder. <laughs> oh. oh, good times. Ooh. That was like my favorite World Cup. <laughs> that, that was a good one. That was the 2014 one, right? Yeah, I think so. It's, let's Speaking of Chiellini, I mean... I, I mean, we didn't mention oh, this, but wanna... the... But the yeah, Do the you LAFC talk about the LAFC game. Yeah, this is the first time. Well, actually no, I, I take that back. Uh, LAFC Galaxy game got postponed cuz Los Angeles is literally underwater. Um <laughs> so the, I was going to say this is the first time we didn't hear anything about the LAFC game, but I mean that's not true because everyone's like, "Did you know that the game is postponed because it's uh, yeah so we did end up hearing about it the lafc has the talent of being the center of attention even when they're not the center of attention so (laughs) of course so that means at this point everyone but lafc and the galaxy have played a game and also chicago they did not play because there is an odd number of people in in the east but yeah, poor Chicago. Their their fan must be so sad. Yeah, that would be really disappointing. But to be honest, it's better to not play the first week of the season than to not play the last week of the season. Yes, that would like, be nail-biting. Well, unless you're Chicago, because yeah. then you're at the bottom of the table anyways. <laughs> but... That happened to us in, what year was it, 2018, where we didn't play the last week of the season oh really and we we got bumped out of the playoffs yeah it's just it's so i mean it the numbers all end up they add up like they all add up at the end and like you don't really have an advantage but you do have an advantage you know like if you if you play the last week if you have a bye then you're just out of luck yeah because because you know what you need to do yeah to advance we're really right. that's that's interesting because you should just be like well you should just win all the time and then you'll advance yeah well that's true but sometimes you need a little extra motivation <laughs> as in we need to win by two goals to get into the playoffs you know yeah this is true but uh but yeah so that that was the game uh and as far as actual soccer goes that's all i had but dax we should talk about the apple tv broadcast Oof! and then after i think we can we can preview the seattle game because yes seattle had a pretty good result in, in their in their game but yes let's talk about apple tv terrible so absolutely terrible so I know a lot of people are like, "Wow, this is, this is amazing." Um, I'm gonna say I don't, I don't get it. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan. So okay, I, I'm gonna go on a little Ted Lasso rant. 
because I do not like what Ted Lasso has done to the American soccer public because um, I don't know if they did this intentionally or unintentionally. Being Apple, they probably did it intentionally because they just have monopolistic intentions all the time. Um, they have associated soccer in the U.S. with Ted Lasso, and now it cannot be. It is it is an inoperable tumor. It cannot be removed. Um, <laughs> And so now, whenever you see anything, I mean, you saw this even with Jesse Marsh in the Premier League. Everyone's like, oh, he's Ted Lasso. It's like, no, he is an American coach in the Premier League. And Ted Lasso wasn't even good. He got relegated his first season. I mean, well, Jesse Marsh was going to get relegated anyways. But that's not the point. <laughs> um, the, they have been They have been connected in this weird way to the point where when you can almost not think about um, soccer in the U.S. without thinking about Ted Lasso. And I don't like that. And it's going to get even worse because um, Apple TV owns Ted Lasso. So now the announcers, they have free reign to talk about Ted Lasso as much as they want. Um, you saw this in the if you watch the, the pregame for the RSL uh game um they were like yeah rsl is is a lot like ted lasso they they just need to believe and then they'll do well first of all i'm sick of hearing <laughs> about rsl is good because they believe i think that's lazy and you're just not you, it's an excuse to not do actual analysis second of all not everything needs to be related back to ted lasso i'm sorry like underdogs existed before ted lasso and they will exist after ted lasso um yeah so there, there's my there's my ted lasso rant and I, it's it's definitely applicable because of the apple tv but there are a whole lot of other things that are wrong with apple tv besides that yeah bravo on on the ted lasso rant <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed it. i hope you guys enjoyed it as well <laughs> yeah all right, so what what were the other things that bothered you then about the broadcast? Um, I think because you you were more passionate about this than I was, so I I want to hear you talk about okay, it. Okay, okay. So, um there there are, there are a couple of things. So, anyone who watched the Portland game last night, you would notice that um the first time they showed the recap, they got the RSL score wrong. They Classic. said <laughs> yes, they, they said that RSL uh, Vancouver won one zero, and then they changed it on the second one. Um, we should start like a we should start like a segment where we're like, hey, MLS doesn't care about RSL, and then just like, because we'd probably have something every week. Um, yeah, but so there was that. Um, they, I tried to watch the the DC game, um, the DC Toronto game. And I was watching it after the fact, and I went on there and I clicked on the game, and it's like, here, watch the recap. And I'm like, no, I want to watch the full game. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. Turns out you have to scroll all the way to the bottom and, like, select this, like, weird option. And then it's like, do you want to watch the recap, or do you want to watch the full game, or do you want to watch the full game in <laughs> Spanish? And I'm just like, wouldn't you want to have that, like, the first thing? 
to incentivize yeah. people to buy the pass? They absolutely need to change that. 100%. So there's that. Um, I honestly thought the camera angles were really weird. Um, and did you notice they weren't... They, they wouldn't show replays so that you could see offsides. Like, they just wouldn't. They, 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 they're, they're, when they would do the replays, they were always from the same angle, and you couldn't tell offsides from them. And it, yeah. it bugged mm -hmm. the heck out of me because I'm like, I want to see if he's offsides. I want to see, you know, I want you to stop it so I can see when the ball is kicked. And I want to see yeah. whether they're offsides or not. And, and they just wouldn't show it. The way so, every league does it, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. And there were some audio issues as well, especially during the RSL game. <sighs> those those were my main issues. The audio yeah. issues and the commentary. The And I don't want to hate on the guys that called the rsl vancouver game but i think it's pretty clear that you know it's rsl in vancouver so they gave us the bottom of the barrel mm -hmm. for uh, commentators and announcers and i just it's not nearly as good as dunny and david james like i mean dunny did a, a, a fantastic job calling the uh the Portland Sporting KC game. I'm sure he did. Yeah. But he's always... He's good. So they're going to put him on higher profile games. Mm -hmm. Which and is... And we probably won't see him often. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the hierarchy is still there. And, I mean, from a business perspective, I understand it. Because you want to give... You want to produce the best quality product. You know, the ones that the, the fans are going to consume most. But, I mean, it kind of sucks when you're not considered the highest quality product. Yeah, well, it's just a system that is designed to get LAFC more fans mm -hmm. because they, they get catered to in every way by MLS because they're the golden child. And then that's just going to further the gap between them and RSL. But i don't in know in terms of like fan support i if... mean you're not wrong but i don't know uh they were they were sure uh given philadelphia the treatment in yeah their... philadelphia's worked its way into that conversation yeah they they were um yeah they were massaging philadelphia pretty pretty hard i yeah. philadelphia is the favorite right now to win the mos cup i'm pretty sure as they should be as they should be but they look really really good yeah so but yeah i mean i it wasn't awful and the the qual the video quality was good mm -hmm. but yeah. it's just it's the small things that apple didn't get right and and the, the caveat to this is that that was literally the first game Mm -hmm. and they will probably fix a lot of these things that we're nitpicking but i i mean with a deal this big and how they made it such a an event they're really trying to talk it up yeah everyone was watching very closely and there were quite a few issues <laughs> yeah 
I, I for one, I'm su- I'm actually surprised that Bradley Wright Phillips is actually British. I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I straight up thought he was American. That's funny. <laughs> so when he started talking, I'm like, what? Yeah. I So the one other thing that I watched was MLS 360. Yeah. Which... Um, I didn't know it was a thing until I turned it on. So but the RSL game was later in the evening. And so around like midday, I was like, I just want to, you know, have a soccer game on and I probably won't watch closely, but I'll have something on. And everyone was talking about the multi-screen functionality with Apple. Mm-hmm. Well, that's only true with certain types of devices. I have a Samsung TV. <laughs> And so I cannot do multi-screen watching. Okay. Or whatever. Okay. It's not an option. So the alternative is uh, MLS 360. What what were you going to say? Sorry. Sorry. If we're going to get into Apple and their device selectivity, then... Well, yeah, it's it sucks, but we don't have to go there. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah. I will say this. Apple TV does not work on my phone and it's absolute garbage. Yeah. I, I absolutely can't even, hate it. I can't watch the games on my phone either because they don't have an Apple TV app. Like so but okay, it it does work on certain Android devices. It is on the Play Store, but not for the, the phone I have. Yeah. And I, again, I think that eventually they will remedy that, but it's (sighs) right now it's dumb and we're going to complain about it. Um, but anyway, so because I couldn't do the, have multiple games on at once, I was like, well, maybe there's something else. And sure enough, right there on the front screen was MLS 360, which is essentially like a show that goes all day that like bounces from game to game and they have a panel including Taylor Twellman and Bradley Wright Phillips and they they talk about each game they talk about the teams when a goal is scored they jump over to that game and watch the goal and talk about it and it was actually decent I think there's a lot they could improve on that, mm-hmm. but I I will be watching that again. Like okay. that that was a good way to um keep up with the entire league with multiple games happening at once for someone that like isn't super invested in any of the teams playing. Right? Like if you're a fan of a team that isn't currently playing, but you want to see what's happening elsewhere in the league. Yeah. That's where to go. And I thought it did a good job at that. So, well, I don't know. You should check it out. See, cause yeah, I, I, I saw people talking about it on Twitter and I'm like, what is this? And then it turned on, it was an, and there was an ad and I was like, uh, no, yes, thanks. they need to get, they I need to get rid soccer. of the ads. Yeah. Um, so I definitely will try that again. Cause lots of people have been saying that it was good. And I was also wondering why, they made all of the games at the same time and it's probably for that reason because they wanted to I showcase bet. apple 360 which mm-hmm. i understand why you do it but it's also kind of infuriating if you want to watch because like 
that's theoretically it's less soccer that we get to watch live yeah, at least um but so yeah i i've heard people really like that uh feature of it which you know it's good when when you have all the you know just to see what's going on around the league it looks like on saturday um we'll have something similar a lot of the games start at a five thirty. so we'll have multiple games going at the same time it'll be a good time to try out the uh, mls 360 so yeah definitely we'll yeah, do it, that it's like highlights plus a little bit more essentially nice because like you don't get the flow of the game like who's who's pushing for a goal mm-hmm. who has the upper hand you 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 lose all of that because you're bouncing from game to game but it does you see all the goals mm-hmm. and you know they they do have the analysts there that provide some insight so well, I, I thought it was it was fine hopefully they'll improve cuz see see last game last week I was trying to basically do that myself and I started out with the with the Montreal game because I'm like I want to watch Aaron Herrera and I literally could not tell the difference between theirs and Miami's jerseys so I'm like well oh my goodness I, me too I, yeah it's not just you I know I know that you're colorblind but it's not just I yeah. could not tell the difference either so then I went uh, which game did I oh I watched like the Orlando Red Bulls game and then that game ended up being I was also doing laundry during this so like I had one game on in our in our bedroom while I was putting away clothes and then another game on and but yeah basically I en- I ended up missing all of the exciting bits <laughs> because I was trying to bounce between games um yeah like yeah I I think I no I started out watching the Philadelphia Columbus game and then I switched to a different one and then all the goals happened <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it is sometimes yeah um but yeah, the MLS three sixty thing is nice, and if they're gonna do this where they have all the games going at the same time, it'll be nice to, you know, get caught up on what's happening. Mm-hmm. They also had a a day one recap episode that I thought was good. That these these are the little things that I like about the new Apple deal mm-hmm. because that wasn't <clears throat> available before, but like. You get that, which is a good thing, and then on the other hand, you get the fact that none of the game replays, or highlights, not even replays, there are no highlight videos on YouTube, because Apple has paywalled that. I don't know about that, my dude. They they won't let them put them on YouTube. I'm pretty sure or I watched am I wrong Real Salt that? Lake highlights on YouTube. Okay, look it up right now, because I... If that's true, then I was misled by people online. No, yeah, it's it's definitely there. Okay, well, Um, I take all of that back. (laughs) Who posted it? Was it the official RSL page? Yeah, I think so. Or an MLS page? It was the RSL page. But not the MLS page? No. Because, yeah, you got, uh, yeah... It's it's called AFCU match highlights. So America First Credit Union match highlights, February twenty twenty fifth, two thousand twenty three. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, never mind about that. Um, 
Complaint okay. over. Yeah. Let's uh, preview the Seattle game real quick. Uh, before we do that, I'd like to take a second to uh, oh. give a shout-out to some uh, RSL products that performed around the league. So Aaron Herrera played his first game for uh, Montreal, starting in a... Uh, uh, as, a, as a third center back. So they were playing a three-back system. He was one of the, the third center back. And according to FOTMOB, he was one of the best players on the field. Um, and also, Tate Schmidt, who somehow walked into a starting position uh, <laughs> at Houston. But, I mean, let's be honest. They, they probably need that, which, as backwards as that seems, is the truth. Um, he scored Houston's only goal in that game. It was off of a corner from, is it Hector Herrera? I don't know if he I, takes their corners. He did, Well, he did take this one. It, yeah. He took it. But, um, yes, it, uh, Tate Schmidt scored the only goal for um, Houston. And Ser- Sergio Cordova was, you know, he's just normal. But that's okay because RSL was playing him. But, yes, um, RSL pro- uh, products around the league are performing. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. All right, anything else? Nope, that was that was it. Yes, I can do my preview. Seattle preview, okay, let's go. There's really uh, not too much to say. We looked shaky. In our first game, and Seattle looked super dominant in theirs, so oh. it's going to be a really tough one. So I will say that I don't, I don't know, because I mean, I don't, I want to go back and watch this game because I'm curious. But Colorado also looked pretty bad. <laughs> like, True. their their defense was absolutely terrible during that game. So I, you look at the four zero result against Colorado. And you're like, oh, shoot, Seattle's back, everyone. But I also think a lot of that has to do with how bad Colorado played. I don't think that can be entirely attributed to Seattle. But, you know, they still beat Colorado 4-0. RSL barely eked out a victory against Vancouver. Um, It is kind of a tough stretch for them because they got two road games to start the season. Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough one against Seattle, who many people are considering to be back at full strength after missing the playoffs last season. Yeah, I think it'll be a tough game. It'll, it'll definitely be a tough game. I'm not expecting any points out of this game. I think they end up losing, um... But I mean, if they can if they can get three four points out of a uh, you know two road games, that's that's fine by me. I mean, yeah, I think that's better than expected. That is better than expected. Um, so we do not have an availability report yet. It is too early. But based on the availability report for Vancouver. <laughs> I would assume that Zach Farnsworth will still be out. The forever injured Farnsworth. Always is, injured. Yeah, I don't 
I don't even know what to say. Every everyone was like, "Oh yeah, he's finally healthy this season." And then first game of the season, he's on the injury report listed as out. So I'm like, "Okay, here we go again." Um Axel Kai maybe questionable, but he wasn't going to play anyways. Mm-hmm. And then Ruby Overbean will be back from suspension and Brian Vera will still not be available. So you're really only looking at Farnsworth uh, and potentially Ruiz. Yeah. And then definitely Vera. So. So almost, almost full strength mm-hmm. squad right there. And, I mean, since Rubin will be back from uh, suspension, we'll, we'll probably see him start. I would be surprised if we didn't see him start. Yeah, I would assume we see him start. So, and I, I would assume that's the only change to the starting 11. I, I would assume that too. So what, what do you think? Are you excited to see him start? Are you, are you worried about him starting? Like, what are, what are your feelings about that? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited and worried because I, I don't think that he's going to be the answer that we want him to be, mm-hmm. but I I can't help it. Pablo Mastroeni has been hyping up Ruby over Bean all preseason, and I've bought in against my best judgment. He's, he's hyped you so, up. Yeah, I am here for it. Let's see some some goals, Rubin. Let's do it. I mean, that would be nice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... The biggest, I think the biggest question, well, I don't know if this is the biggest question. A question that a lot of people have is where are the goals going to come from? Um, I think a lot of us thought that, that was going to be Crylock. Um, and he certainly showed that he's capable of doing that um, in this last game. Um, but, I mean, if Rubin can match his intensity of starting the season like he did in 2021, then, you know, maybe he has a really good season. And RSL all of a sudden becomes a team with multiple scoring threats. How great would that be if we had multiple scoring threats? It's been a while. It's been a while. I think right now we have Sovereigno and Crylock, but to have three would be just really great. And then if Gomez takes off, and that's four. All of a sudden, our front four are actually really dangerous. Ooh. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> we can o- we can only imagine because it because <laughs> it won't happen. Yeah. So this game is Saturday, March fourth, six thirty my time, which means it will be eight thirty Mountain time. Oh, that's so late. A late one. Um, my prediction. I'm gonna say. 2-2 draw. Jeez, dude. I'm saying yeah. 2-0 Seattle wins. Oof. All right. If you remember, I predicted that uh, Vancouver was going to win 1-0. And they did score a goal fairly early, but then RSL yeah. decided to score two and win. So well, I predicted RSL would win 2-0 against Vancouver. So, so, I mean, you were more right, I guess. Yeah. But see that INR predictions and you got the correct score. <laughs> I I'm just saying that uh, oh, 
yawn. I'm just saying that uh, I'm setting the scene for Seattle to score two goals and then for RSL to come back and win it 3-2. Like they did in uh, Against New, New England. England. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. We were pumped for this next game. I hope everyone listening is also excited. Yes. Thank you for listening and tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see you guys next time. <laughs> Dax falling asleep over uh, here. Honestly. <laughs>